0: Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Meir, on this Monday morning. Now, you know I look forward to our Mondays because we've got the only, and, uh, the one and the only Sadia Osmani joining us. Good morning to you, Sadia. Good morning. Always good to be here, Noreen. Yes, always great to see you. You have an interesting topic for us today. Yeah,
1: you know how I come across these topics. I kind of just fall over them and I think, oh, that's interesting. But I suppose, like, you know, come on. How many of us spend some time daydreaming? Oh, okay. yeah. And, 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 and it starts at a very early age. I'm sure because I'm sure that you see lots of kids even at school uh, it's a very common thing where they've just got their hand on their on their chin and they're looking out the window or something dreaming about all Away sorts of things berries, that's yeah. right so so we're all kind of guilty of it but when I saw this I saw an article about it and I thought oh that's quite an interesting one let's see what this is about and and there is some new research that highlights that the value of daydreaming is actually a very important thing for kind of perceptual learning that the more you daydream the better it is for you in terms of you picking up certain things. So, for instance, now humans actually spend a a ridiculous amount of time daydreaming, right? And this is like, uh, almost for some individuals, as much as like 50% of their time not spent sleeping, according to some estimates. Um, The technical term psychologists actually use for this, um, this phenomenon is mind-wandering, which, which sounds about yeah, right, doesn't yeah. it? But why do we actually do it? And this recent study gave um, them some clues. And the the actual study was not done on humans, but it was conducted on mice. Um, and the experimenters, what they did is they got the mice to look at two very different visual stimuli, two images that looked quite different. Um, and they while they while they were doing that, they were sort of scanning their primary visual cortices, right? And the primary visual cortex is the first stop in visual processing and it's part of the brain that we know relatively much we don't, we we know relatively much about, partly because it's retino, retro, <laughs> retinotopic right that is that there is somewhat Um, an inexact but straightforward spatial correspondence between the image on the mouse's retina and the patterns of neuronal firings in the primary visual cortex, if that makes any sense. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But basically what they're saying is that they they got these mice to look at these two different images that were significantly different. And then the next step was then the mice were left alone looking at a monochrome grey wall as well. Okay, So some of them were in what researchers describe as quiet waking state, which just means that they were neither asleep nor frantically running around. And in this state, the primary visual cortex of the mouse was still very active. And their activity tended to be similar to their activity when looking at the two images. So while the mice were no longer looking at at these images, they were spontaneously and unrelated to any tasks contemplating them. That would be Equivalent of human mind wandering,
0: so that's. So while they had no stimulus, they were still thinking. Yeah, they were still thinking in their head. Yeah. Well, who knows what they were thinking about? Maybe we they were know. thinking about... I mean, you can do they, that with humans and you can get a response. But exactly. like, you know, how do you do it with mice? Yeah, because if you do it with maybe they're thinking, oh, I'm hungry, you know, why am I stuck in this weird box? Yeah. Maybe they're just thinking about the situation. Yeah, yeah but. but
1: the more mind wandering the mice did, the more different the neural activation that corresponded the two images had become, they said. So mind wandering sharpened the difference of the neural signature of the two perceived images. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know, it's a bit, it's a kind of, we see it as a pointless and kind of idle activity, yes. daydreaming, right? But there are things about it that do you certainly, have, I don't know about you, but I mean, sometimes when you're daydreaming, you just, you just let go. And you are just looking at what's around you. Sometimes you may have a problem that you're trying to solve. And it just gives
0: you that bit of space, <coughs> and i suppose what it does is it's also like a meditation yeah. in a way yeah. you're, you're <laughs> sort of thinking um what's next what's next and then your mind is not even thinking about what you were yeah. originally thinking about but,
1: but they're saying now that what's happening happening in the last decade uh we we actually have spent less time daydreaming and mind wandering
0: because yes we're, <coughs> al- we're always on our phones we're always <laughs> got some sort of oh, exactly you, yes some, some sort of stimulus external
1: stimulus yeah smartphones yeah and um so as long as we have a smartphone in our pocket it's likely that we spend time we don't spend that much time um actually daydreaming given that social media is feeding back and, and making us respond yeah,
0: <coughs> I can imagine that as well because, uh, you know, before when, when children would used to daydream and, you know, sort of uh, maybe they, they'll say, oh, I'm so bored. But nowadays, I mean, they, they might be saying I'm so bored, they might pick up a book or, or do something or just go outside and wander and play. Nowadays, they might just go online and, and yeah, do something. Yeah,
1: this is the thing. And I suppose that may be the cre- whole thing of creativity may be affected because I was looking at the other things that, cre- that daydreaming actually does result in. So, for instance, they're saying several positive effects are are on cognition, on creativity, on problem solving, Um, and some of the things is like enhanced creativity, the daydreaming has been associated with increased creative thinking. When the mind is allowed to wander, it can make connections between seemingly unrelated concepts leading to novel ideas and insights and it's true you know even when you're about to do some sort of a brainstorm or something right Um, when you just let your mind go and you are or you're sitting on uh, in a car or in a train if you don't have your phone you're thinking about all sorts of things and there may be kind of issues that you've got or whatever that you need to solve and and suddenly those things come in but you see them in much more relaxed light maybe instead yeah. of with pressure, yeah. right? So that enhanced creativity, you can see that happening. The other thing is memory consolidation. Day, daydreaming may aid in consolidating and integrating information into long-term memory. It allows the brain to process and organize information acquired during the day, which can enhance learning and retention. You can see that as well, that mm. even if you pause for a little while, like sometimes, you've lost something in the house, right? You can't find it. You don't know where you put it or whatever. If you just sit there and try in your head. Retrace exactly, the steps. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So in a way it's kind of, but what happens is when you get your brain doing something like that, even when you sleep, your brain is working on solutions. Like last night, I went to bed thinking about something that I was trying to find a solution to. And when I went to sleep, I even in my sleep, I was trying to find solutions to that problem.
0: Wow, well, I just felt that, some, some you know, it was some, just on my conscious. head, it's just yeah. in
1: my mind all yeah. the time. Uh, and and sometimes you can make up, my, my husband, who is an academic, um, he's said many times that when he's working on a mathematical problem, um, he says that, you know, he'll work on it during the day and, and nothing happens. Then sometimes when he goes to sleep, he wakes up and he's got the solution. so his brain like the brain is incredibly kind we just don't know how it works right but it is that it is constantly still working and then the that solution and the number of times he said that to me i I was thinking god i wish my brain would do that but you know maybe it's training on brains as well so memory consolidation problem solving self-reflection and introspection Right, <clears throat> Daydreaming provides an opportunity for self-reflection, introspection, and exploring personal goals and desires. It can help individuals give insight into their emotions, aspirations, and motivations. Um, and as I said, the, the next thing here is problem-solving and planning, and that's exactly what I was talking about. Um, it can actually facilitate problem-solving by allowing the mind to explore different scenarios and potential solutions. It can also aid in planning and mentally rehearsing feelings future actions. Um, I think it's interesting. I was wondering whether the daydreaming thing might be linked also to, you know, as a child, I remember playing with our, my friends and stuff and maybe we didn't have that many toys and th- so there's lots of pretend games kids play lots of pretend games and they pretend that they're pouring this tea they pretend they're doing this they they you know and they don't need anything it's all through you've probably seen your kids doing it so so that in a way is a kind of probably another way of letting the brain just be imaginative and creative and yeah. stuff you know Um, and then emotional regulation is another one daydreaming can serve as a coping mechanism for managing negative emotions or stress it allows individuals to mentally escape from challenging situations providing a temporary respite and promoting emotional well-being
0: sounds about right because i think if you have time to daydream it just means your schedule isn't too packed and this is so necessary just to be able to regulate your emotions yeah. exactly because yeah. if you if you're just you know so busy you know on the hustle you know um with a job um one after another you're not going to have time to unwind yeah. and or, or to daydream so and also
1: interaction i suppose a luxury In, interaction yeah. with with other people if you're surrounded by people um you can't Constantly. really daydream you can't no. daydream when there are other people around well so, well, some of us can. <laughs> I'm sure in lots of training sessions that people have seriously, or in lectures or yeah, something. And yeah. I don't know. And, and, it's a, it's interesting because you know I do I do some training and things like that with people. Can you and tell who's I can Yeah, is? and so and I and I. It's a really Uh, thing in my head where I feel like I don't want anyone daydreaming I want people focused and engaged in what I'm saying and actually I'm happy to say that actually when I do the training people are focused and they look and it's this eye contact the moment your eyes glaze over and they're looking out the window you know that you know you've lost lost them them. that's right so so it's a kind of I think it's an important thing that we have but it's so important that perhaps we don't take take it away from our lives by the social media aspect of things, right? Yeah. Um, so emotional regulation. The other thing is rest and relaxation. Daydreaming day- can provide a mental break and contribute to relaxation. It offers a chance to detach from immediate tasks and engage in unstructured imaginative thinking, which can be rejuvenating. So so, there's nothing bad about it. So in a way, if your kids are sitting there and you think, what are you daydreaming about? Why don't you go and do this or do your homework or whatever? Um, you just don't know the effect of that. That might actually be a very good thing that they're doing and, and might have a, a beneficial.
0: Should be encouraged. And a lot of times they, they do say that. You know, they say, mummy, I'm bored. And I'm like, yeah, good. It's okay to be bored. Find yeah. something to do. Yeah, I think that's what's changed perhaps
1: um, in parenting and stuff. That um, you You're know, always trying to plan activities. Yeah. Or I see well, as parents, I think this generation of parents is so concerned about keeping their children engaged and motivated and make everything is a learning sure experience. experience. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then you just think that, well, actually, you know, I remember going to my mum and saying, you know, I, I'm so bored. What can I do? And she said, what are you looking at me for? Yeah. Just find something to do. Go and pick up your book. Do this, color or do whatever. Yeah. And we just made up stuff ourselves, and 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 we are we were creative. We yeah. you know a squeezy bottle of you know from the dishwasher or whatever from the you know detergent was great. We thought, oh, what can I do with that type thing? You know. So, but that's something that perhaps is lacking now. You know.
0: I agree. Yeah. Um. Like like my 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 eldest <laughs> was like, mummy, she's six. She's like, I really want to do some art classes and drawing classes. I was like, no. Just do it at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound so cheap. But I was like, here's some colouring pens. I'm not going to pay $300 an yeah. hour for somebody to teach her to draw. <laughs> but then you've got the... You, this- maybe when she's older than perfecting the technique. Absolutely. I don't know, but... I'm not going to yeah. spend so much money on like a four year old, six year old. Uh, sorry to, you know.
1: It's funny. My my daughter to this day um, comes back to you, you never sent me to ballet classes. And I said, what do you want to go to ballet classes for anyway? You'd have wrecked your feet and all this. And then she just said, no, I always wanted because everyone, and I think it was perhaps at the everyone, age of five, yeah. you wanted to wear the rah-rah skirt and exactly. you wanted to wear the things. Yeah. So it's the prettiness of it. But. But I just think, well, no, you know, if you want to do it, just go and stand on your toes or something. But I don't think you really need to do that. It's so nasty. You're well, such awful parents. Yeah,
0: well, but, so but but no, no, they'll, they'll thank us later on. You you know, like, and, uh, and now on the internet, there's lots of things that you can do. So there? now, yeah, so now my eldest, she's just recently made her own comic book, you know, great. at home. Wow. And it's great. You know, wow. I don't even say, you just draw by yourself? You're bored? Just come up with a story? <laughs> yeah.
1: People parent just at home I'm sure you can find a way of doing it so anyway so the conclusion is that certainly daydreaming is not all bad it's actually quite good for you and I think perhaps some of us maybe need to take a little bit of time out and do that daydreaming and think and just let go let go of all the pressures on your mind and just try and think about other things because I think quite a few even your own problems and stuff maybe if you just let go there's a greater chance you may be able to solve some of those things by just uh, you know not being pressured by any other environmental stuff
0: around you exactly maybe we can help our listeners to daydream right now we can meditate now. exactly okay. everyone take a deep breath yep count okay. up to 10 okay so Let's take, do the- breathe through your nose <sighs> slowly on exhale and then just think <laughs> about what it is that you want to do today okay i'm getting stressed now oh okay <laughs> oh or, or think about Think about what would you, you would do if... Uh, yeah, I have to use well, a deeper voice. Well, maybe
1: put yourself into this thing where you're sitting in a lovely garden and yeah. you can hear the birds in the background. The sky is blue. You're speaking
0: too fast. Slowly, slowly, there, slowly. There's a
1: nice cool breeze blowing in the background. No humidity, by the way. And you feel relaxed, you're calm, you take a deep breath. If people have just tuned in, they're probably wondering what's going on here on RTHK Radio. It's <laughs> a new branch. Um, but you know, it's actually quite nice to do that. I've and actually I, got my eyes yeah, closed. This I know, the whole so time. did yeah. I. I had my eyes closed, and actually, um, you can imagine because it's amazing just how. Um, you can paint pictures. This is stuff I can't teach, actually. But, you know, you can paint pictures with these words. And you can actually almost get yourself to, if you describe smells, if you describe the environment, you will actually hear and feel those things. It's okay, try, try
0: my meditation now. Okay. So my one was, think about, of, think about all the things that you need to do today. Now write them down. In your mind, you hold up a pen and you write it down. Those things are done. So don't think about them anymore. (laughs) You put them in a little recycling bin, a bin in your mind and don't think about it. Put it to the back of your head. And now slowly you step up and you're walking to a beach. Can you feel the water and the sand? And You can feel the, the salt on your tongue and you can feel the wind blowing in your hair yeah okay, Yeah. Something like that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. relaxed? Yeah. I feel relaxed yeah. too. Okay. I think I've we have a... to have another yeah, session on chinwag next week. <laughs> Daydreaming, party. Oh, I feel I feel kind of relaxed. I've got another half an hour to go now. You can go to sleep now.
1: There's a pillow just underneath <laughs> there. Just kind of tuck yourself in and relax a little bit. But that was great. No, you see, that's it. You Maybe can just... I can.
0: Yeah. Just start, we can start like you know a meditation.
1: Podcast Absolutely. And and, yeah. and I think um. Yeah, it's a it's a good way of relaxing. But it's amazing how just the soothing even you can get these kind of very contemplative tracks of music which have the slight sound of water, the wind, and it's amazing how relaxing some of those things are when you actually listen to them. So hey, Noreen, thank you. I've just I all the things I had to do today I put them in the recycling bin. It's in the bin and never think about it for now. They're solved. Yeah. Okay, so I can walk out of here feeling much lighter. Um, I'm just going to go to the beach now.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Wow. It's, <laughs> wow, it's 23 degrees. I'll get to the weather later on. but oh, thank I can you. go to the beach. You can, actually. <laughs> okay. um, it's great, Sadia. Thank you so much for choosing such a delightful uh, topic for Chinwag today, all about daydreaming. And it's great that, you know, we hear about children doing it, but it's great to know that, you know, there's permission for adults to do it. Thank you very much indeed uh, to Sadia Osmani for this week's Chinwag. And Sadia will be back again next Monday for more Chinwags.